Welcome to Bedtime History. Hello, this is Breck. Guess what, parents? Bedtime History is now available on Story Button. Story Button is the easiest way to listen to our show without using screen devices like your phone or a tablet. Story Button is like a radio that's built for easy listening to your favorite kids' podcasts like ours. And the best part is there's no subscriptions or fees to access the content. This week, save $10 and get free shipping when you go to storybutton.com forward slash bedtime history. That's storybutton.com forward slash bedtime history. Close your eyes, and if you celebrate Halloween where you live, imagine it's Halloween evening, and you're out in your neighborhood trick-or-treating with your family and friends. It's dark, but all of the homes have their lights on, meaning they're welcoming you to stop by and ask for a treat. All of the kids you pass on the street are wearing costumes, and some of the adults, too. You enjoy seeing the variety. Some are cute, and some are scary. You see someone dressed up as a vampire, and someone else as a mummy. You recognize these as classic monsters, the ones most people know about. But do you know the history of these classic monsters? Where did they come from? How they came to be? In this episode, we're going to talk about some of these monsters and their origins. But since this podcast is for kids, and it's bedtime for some of you, we'll try our best not to make it too scary. But if you don't like topics like this, or they make you anxious at bedtime, feel free to skip this and listen to one of our many other episodes. Let's start with Count Dracula, who became the most famous vampire. Many, many years ago in the 1400s, there was a real person named Vlad III. He was a prince from a place called Wachalia, which is now part of modern-day Romania. Vlad III was not the kind of prince you'd want to mess with, especially if you were his enemy. This gave Vlad the reputation of being very dangerous. Now let's fast forward to the late 1800s. A writer named Bram Stoker wrote a book and named it Dracula, and created the character Count Dracula. He published his novel in 1897, and this book is where the legend of the vampire truly began. In Bram Stoker's story, Count Dracula was inspired by Vlad III. He was a vampire who could transform into a bat, sleep in a coffin, and had sharp, pointy teeth called fangs. But remember, this is just a story. It's all fiction, which means it isn't real. Just make-believe. After Bram Stoker's book, Count Dracula became a movie, the first one in 1931, starring Bela Lugosi. Many movies about Dracula were made after this, each movie adding its own twists to the story. But Dracula isn't always portrayed as a terrifying monster. In the movie Hotel Transylvania, he's funny and friendly, and he runs a hotel for monsters and their families. He's a loving dad and a good friend. This version of Dracula is perfect for kids. Today, Count Dracula is still a popular figure. You might see him on Halloween costumes, decorations, and even in cartoons. People love dressing up as Dracula with capes and fangs for a bit of spooky fun. But remember, it's all pretend. Vampires like Dracula are creatures of fiction, and there's nothing to fear in real life. Next up is Frankenstein. The tale of Frankenstein begins in the early 19th century with a young woman named Mary Shelley. 
Mary was staying at a vacation home with some friends, and one evening they were sitting around a fireplace telling ghost stories. Mary envisioned a monster who was made up of different parts, invented by a scientist and inventor named Dr. Frankenstein. Mary was only 18 at this time, and later she turned the story into a full novel called Frankenstein about the monster she created. In the book, the main character, Victor Frankenstein, is a scientist. He becomes obsessed with creating life from lifeless parts. In his laboratory, Victor brings together body parts from different sources to create his creature. But things don't go as planned, and the creature turns out much different than Victor expected. Here's the twist. The creature Victor creates isn't evil from the start. He's misunderstood and lonely. Imagine being brought to life and having nobody to talk to or guide you. The creature tries to find friendship and connection, but is met with fear and rejection from humans. Mary Shelley's Frankenstein became incredibly famous and was even turned into a play in London. But Frankenstein's monster really became a superstar when he appeared in movies. The classic 1931 film starring Boris Karloff introduced a design of the monster we know today, with bolts in his neck and a flat head. In recent years, Frankenstein's monster has appeared in various movies, TV shows, and books. These modern versions often explore themes of science, ethics, and what it means to be truly alive. One of the cool things about Frankenstein is its connection to science fiction. So there you have it, Frankenstein is more than just a scary monster, it's a timeless story that makes us think about science, humanity, and what it means to be alive. When you encounter Frankenstein in books or movies, remember there's always more to the story than meets the eye. It's about exploring big ideas and having a bit of spooky fun along the way. Also, if you want to listen to a full episode about Mary Shelley and Frankenstein, be sure to look up our past Bedtime History episode, where we go into her life and the writing of her novel. Have you ever heard of wolfman or werewolves? These tales date back to ancient times when people told stories around campfires. In these stories, humans could transform into wolves during full moons. Imagine having the power to become a wild animal. One of the most famous legends is the idea that a person becomes a werewolf only during a full moon. This idea became widely known in European folklore. People believed that those bitten by a werewolf, or born on a certain day, could turn into these creatures when the moon was full. Werewolves appeared in folklore from many parts of the world, including Europe, the Americas, and Asia. Each culture has its own unique twist on the story. Some portrayed werewolves as fierce monsters, while others saw them as people with a special connection to nature. Werewolves made their way into films in the early 20th century. In the 1941 film The Wolfman, Lon Chaney Jr. became the wolfman we recognize today. With his furry face and long claws, he became the face of the werewolf in Hollywood. In recent years, werewolves have appeared in various movies, TV shows, and books. Teen Wolf and New Moon, as part of the Twilight trilogy, are two modern examples. These films often explore themes of identity, transformation, and the struggle between human and animal instincts. At its heart, the werewolf legend often teaches us about the duality of human nature, the struggle between our civilized selves and our primal instincts. It reminds us that we all have a bit of wild within us. Lastly, we're going to talk about mummies. 
Mummies are not just monsters, they have real-life origins dating back thousands of years. The ancient Egyptians were masters of mummification. They believed in an afterlife and wanted to preserve the bodies of their loved ones for eternity. So they developed a special process to keep bodies from getting old. This process was part of a religious ritual, and mummies were often placed in beautiful tombs along with treasures for the afterlife. And mummies didn't start out as monsters and stories either. It wasn't until the 1800s that mummies began to appear as spooky creatures in books. Writers like Bram Stoker, who wrote Dracula, and Arthur Conan Doyle, creator of Sherlock Holmes, started to include mummy tales in their stories. One popular idea linked to mummies is the mummy's curse. It's believed that disturbing a mummy's tomb or removing it from its resting place would bring bad luck to those involved. While this idea is mostly fiction, it adds an exciting twist to mummy tales. Mummies became famous movie stars thanks to films like The Mummy in 1932, starring Boris Karloff. In these movies, mummies would come to life and often seek revenge. Over the years, mummy movies have ranged from spooky to action-packed. In the real world, scientists have discovered and studied mummies found all around the globe. These mummies have taught us a lot about ancient civilizations, their customs, and even their health. It turns out that not all mummies are spooky. Some are like time capsules from the past. Be sure to check out our episode about King Tut, and we also have an episode about ancient Egypt and the pyramids. The story of mummies reminds us of the rich history and culture of ancient civilizations. While they might appear scary in movies, real mummies are an incredible source of knowledge about our shared human history. Embrace the adventure, and who knows what secrets you may uncover along the way. We hope you enjoyed learning about the history of these classic movie monsters. We also hope it wasn't too spooky. If you get the chance, be sure to check out some of the books mentioned here, or simplified versions for kids. And be sure to tune in next Monday for a new episode.